Welcome, one and all, to the Moon Knight Podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everybody. Here today, bringing you our Moon Knight season, series, wrap. We still don't know. Uh, Pete, we will dig into that mummy's tomb of a mystery uh, shortly. Uh, do you want to say in the last week, we have gone to the multiverse with Dr. Stephen Strange, seen Dr. Strange 2, podcasted Dr. Strange 2, uh, and uh, had a fun time talking about it. Speaking of Strange, Matt, New Worlds, episode 102 will hit our Strange New Worlds, a Star Trek podcast by Fantastic Geek feed on Sunday, May 15th. Yes, uh, that second episode concludes what we saw at the uh, the world premiere in New York City. So uh, after uh, we podcast that episode, Pete, we will be back not knowing at all what is going to happen next, uh, but definitely really looking forward to, I don't know, that beautiful comfort zone of strange new worlds. You will. Uh, Picard season two has wrapped and we will bring you all of that on Monday. Uh, and, uh, of course, bringing things back to the Marvel cinematic universe, Pete, here we are in May, uh, in less than a month. Is that true as well? Time really is a construct. Uh, we will be podcasting, uh, Ms. Marvel, which of course starts on Wednesday, June 8th. Uh, but of course our Ms. Marvel feed up now. Uh, so, Ready to uh, ready to have some of those early discussions in your ear. Guess what? We already had them. People were jonesing for their MCU Disney Plus streaming fix this week. You can get that discussion over on that Ms. Marvel uh, podcast by Fantastic Geek feed. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit it with a rating real quick or even a review. Okay. Push us up the algorithm as we get ready to podcast that, that first episode uh, of the series available uh, on Wednesday, June 8th. Turning things squarely to Moon Knight now with the, the six-episode uh, offering, miniseries, limited series, first season, question mark, with, with that having been released in its totality. Pete, let me start with this. I was surprised to read in the last week or so uh, casual reference being made. I think it was in a Hollywood Reporter article, I want to say, with um, uh, some of the people involved with the show. Uh, Pete, it's been a bit of a blur with the, the multiverse and the this and the that, but uh, bottom line, reference being made to uh, they only had Oscar Isaac contracted for these six episodes. Now, that could be a fib. Um, mm. It could be setting up a big surprise at D23, or I'd like to pose in a little bit, maybe sooner than that. Um, but let's take it at face value. Did they really make this thing just to be a standalone and hope they could all come back together to make more? Absolutely not. The hot rumor right now. Um, so you mentioned D23, which will begin on uh, September 9th. Uh, the hot rumor right now. We know there's a Captain America 4 movie coming uh, that Moon Knight will appear in that. That's that's interesting. I mean, 
look, if the intention really was to do a big self-contained thing, but as with all of these types of stories, leave the door open for the future, you know, they wouldn't have needed to end with so many questions and the mid credit scene with the reveal of Jake Lockley and the adventure really continuing. Um, Pete, here's the thought I had um, th- that would move things up even sooner, and it might satisfy why things are so open-ended but also so radio silence what if uh through twists and turns in the story what if uh, in the six episode ms marvel journey uh book of boba fett style what if we get moon knight showing up there and that suddenly explains why there are so many question marks i'd be completely down for it i think tonally the series are too far apart uh, anything remains possible until uh, it doesn't happen. Um, you know, I'll take all the heat in the world about, you know, my uh, Black Knight cameo uh, prediction and, and Blade and all that. Um, you know, I think they had a little bit of fun with us in terms of what they front loaded. I think that's a little much on you know, maybe the most wide open in terms of audience show that they're going to have yet with Ms. Marvel, that you would go to their darkest offering yet for a cameo. Um, like I said, I, I keep hearing Captain America four that has me salivating, you know, you, you have, uh, Sam and Bucky chasing down Jay Clockley and then learning about him, I think that could really be intriguing. Well, certainly the strengths for these six episodes of Moon Knight, uh, the top of the list must be that, you know, that flashback episode. I know that that's something that in reviews, uh, you know, the the production staff was really uh, focusing on. Oscar Isaac, as one of the producers, was saying, we need to nail this, and so on and so forth. I think from... Every every department, whether it's acting, directing, uh, cinematography, and so forth, all the way down the writing, um, that really was the 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 high watermark for this. Can we we'll say season? And you know, if it's if it's a British season of only six episodes, <laughs> so be it. If it's an American season and we get more, then we've covered all our all our bases, or as they call them in Britain, sacky sacks. Hey, don't cry because it's over smile because it happened and there will be more of this character he's not going away uh there will be more of layla uh i'd love to see more of tauret um that fourth episode being the the big twist that everybody talked about to the point where they had shown the first four to the media and then gave the fifth something that the first time hadn't happened a short while after that because it was just such a cliffhanger to leave off on. And yeah, I I think with everything there, it's funny. I think the series truly gets stronger with each episode and I'm not something, I'm not sure that that's something we can say with all these Disney plus Marvel offerings to date. It's a big, huge feature like finale um, but it was as Bill, this intense character study. 
you know, there are people who are down on why you do Jake Lockley as the post credit scene. Um, the whole time they were giving us the idea and the misdirect of it's Mark, it's Steven doing the bad things. And that, you know, they kept showing us the triplicate images and everything like that to clue you visually into it. And then at the end, it was the perfect helping of that. And to leave it with Conchu in the suit, in the limo, driven away after they kill Harrow, um, that Jake's running amok in the world doing these things. Like I said, I, I think tonally, I think from a character perspective, it matches up really well. And I look forward to, you know, Captain America chases the Moon Knight uh, announced September, if not sooner. I do think it is interesting to consider the idea that this is a season built to be rewatched and built to be understood in a way that not all shows necessarily uh, are created. You know, like you can sit and say, I rewatch for fun or look, there really is a larger arc to it, but to have kind of a larger secret that's been hidden in there since day one, that's an interesting construction and one that's not necessarily quintessentially Marvel. Um, I will say something that was quintessentially something that is quintessentially, uh, quintessentially Marvel much of the time is the final act of the movie to a certain degree, the final episode of the Marvel studios, TV shows losing some of their oomph or just kind of turning from this different thing, the character study, the domestic drama, the, 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 you know, um, time chase sort of thing turning into comic book battle of fisticuffs which you know i think there are pluses and minuses to keeping that as part of your basic form while we had a giant thing in the sky in this case two giant things in <laughs> uh in conchu and amit and while we had you know the the devolution to you know people fighting and doing great you know stunt choreography and whatnot i feel like this was one of the better uh, finale episodes that Marvel Studios has put out uh, in part because it's a really great fight it's really really well lit it, it looks great uh, and it's a lot of fun the scope of it you know has to be on the the bigger end I mean I think of Loki and everything with he who remains there I think of um Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, the GRC um, conference, everything there. But come on, man, to have a giant crocodile and, you know, a, a mummy bird beating the crap out of each other over the Great Pyramids alongside uh, a fully Egyptian superhero in Layla as the Scarlet Scarab and uh, Stephen and Mark fighting in the suits against Harrow. Like that was a super satisfying finale, whether it's for the show for a season. It was. And I think a lot of that is because we really buy into, um, the, I'd say to all degrees, we buy into the five characters that you just referenced. We buy in the way we're supposed to, obviously, you know, perhaps we are most sympathetic for Layla who, has done the most good and the least bad. 
Um, we feel sympathy for the Mark and Steven tension. Uh, we kind of dig Kanchu at being the trusty old bird that he is. Um, and Amit, though I don't think anyone is meant to be in her corner, uh, anyone watching that is to say, you know, just the fun of the character design and frankly, the notion that she's saying, I'm going to prejudge the bad guys. You're going to post judge the bad guys. We just want to have less bad guys. Like, while that's not the most profound thought of all time, I did. I expect it in my giant, you know, bird mummy v crocodile at Giza <laughs> fight. No, I didn't. And it was just like a nice reminder. Like, oh, these are both kind of bad and both kind of good. And look, now they're even fighting more. Like, we, th the whole thing is just imminently watchable. Not just the design, but the characterization of Khonshu, of Taurid, of Amit in this series. I mean, something they had not done yet on the streaming level. And now they've done that. Like, they just continue to raise the bar in such different ways. And yeah, you had a, a smaller show in the sense that Oscar Isaac was just carrying so much of the weight. But, you know, to think about taking this now into the MCU, you know, film end um, in terms of both the chaos that Jake could uh, rot um, and then the idea of Layla being involved there trying to ascertain, you know, this other identity that nobody, not even Mark and not even Steeman, are fully aware of what's going on there. Um, you know, there just remains such potential for this smaller cast and these characters. You know, we were talking about uh the book of boba fett uh just in the last couple days uh in part because the behind the scenes had dropped on disney plus on may the 4th um and they backed up the moon night one it was supposed to be this week it's been pushed matt one hand hands off to the other um uh, obi-wan kenobi which we're also podcasting the two episode premiere has been pushed to Friday, May 27th. It was supposed to originally be uh, Wednesday, May 25th. And instead they've now moved the Moon Knight Marvel assembled to uh, Wednesday, May 25th. That does not make sense to me. Like, I think you're not going to get, you're not going to get, as many fans for the behind the scenes as you will a thing. However, you will get really ardent fans. So I feel like the week after a finale, when you go, oh boy, what a great meal. Hey, can I have one more cookie? Yes, a week later you get one more cookie, which is this thing that you really loved. You can see how they how they, how they done made it. Versus, you know, uh, several weeks later, if you want to see green screen with Oscar Isaac, and Oscar Isaac, you could see that this is not the first time they've done it too. It's kind of weird, but they I digress. announce a date and then they back off it. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite understand what it is that leads to that. I I know they're an effort to put together, but at the same time, you consider the effort, the series itself, with everything, the compositing, all the effects, the ADR, et cetera, et cetera, takes to get out. So it's kind of like. Yeah, 
what what is the holdup exactly? I I think they don't have anything for that Wednesday after moving Kenobi, so they just wanted to shift something to it. I suppose they they know what they're doing. Um, but anyhow, looking at this show through the lens of the the Book of Boba Fett discussion, I would not have minded if there was one more episode and i don't know if that i don't know if i'm saying one more episode of this season um like you know after jake lockley uh appears or after the jake lockley uh shooting of arthur harrow or i don't know if i'm arguing for another episode i'll say to pad things out and i certainly don't mean it in, in a negative way what i'm trying to say is this i feel like the episodes there was there was internal tension to the episodes that were great like i think of you know the goldfish problem whether it's in the museum or whether it's uh whether it's in you know the the, the alps village and things like that like I, I would have liked a little bit more time perhaps there or perhaps in the um in the uh storage facility uh or, or perhaps a, a layla quasi standalone episode Certainly nothing's worse than slow pace and feeling like there's too much episode or feel, feeling like, you know, they, they took six episodes and stretched it to seven or, you know, in our Picard podcast, I, <laughs> Pete, when we record in a couple of days, the Picard season two uh, finale uh, or season two wrap, I will probably be arguing just for that. Hey, they had seven episodes of story and stretch it too far. So I know there is a downside to it, but this these six episodes felt so vibrant. I would have liked to have spent a little bit more time in some of the spots as opposed to the constant go, go, go. And the run times were all pretty hefty, comparatively speaking. You know, one of the one of the knocks on the Disney Plus live action streaming end has been, oh, man, I just got a 34 minute episode. Uh these all felt substantial and I got to wonder if it tipped in the other direction. Was this a, an eight episode thing that they said, well, these are six episodes um, and we'll leave it at that. But, you know, I, I felt satisfied just on every level from watching this series. It's hard really to pick a favorite episode for me. I've since rewatched them all and you know, they, they each offer something special. Um, it's hard not to point to the fifth episode, the asylum or asylum that takes place in the psychiatric hospital and just the, the level to which they go and, and get completely weird with that. But then the finale and everything that's done there and it's a super strong pilot as well you know i remember watching it and then podcasting it with you and just the level of discussion and things to chew over there was so much to like i do wonder too if if i liked but did not fall in love with this six episode arc you know have i built some bias in in terms of like WandaVision is the continued adventures of characters whose starting point I don't quite remember because they've been around so long. And same thing for Falcon the Winter Soldier and the same thing for Loki. And 
Hawkeye is about Hawkeye who's been around for forever and most delightful parts are about the the new people but it's it's all on the foundation of the old thing and now Moon Knight everybody's new like am I somehow slightly down on the show because they dared give me a start point <laughs> and I haven't had a proper start point really since 2008 with Iron Man and and Hulk and people seem to come so similarly from a background of I don't really know the character and somebody who's been around Matt, the character is as old as I am. It's, you know, 46 years old um, to think that it's been around since 1975. And, and so few people have really dug into it. And, and now you have this. And again, I, I think it's really just the starting point of the character. I do think they've set their pattern, though. They don't tell you a season two. There's not going to be one unless things change the character gets spun off into the films doesn't mean can't come back like wanda like vision like sam like bucky like loki onto tv and you know do something a little different how about a layla series matt let's let's do that after you know presumably uh they show up again in the films well, and that's, you know, I've said this before. That's where I wish there was a Marvel Disney Plus version of the Star Trek short treks, um, which let me back up and say I would love a Layla series. Now, if the bean counters want to say, here's why we think that's not going to be worth a financial, you know, worth a, the financial transaction and, and she's a great character, let's figure out other ways to do it. Boom, you want to give me, you know, Scarlet Scarab, the TV movie, the one hour special, the the half hour, whatever. Again, I think that's where a, you know, I know they used to call it Marvel one shots. If there was a Marvel one shots series, you know, it could be the 10 minute Layla or the 15 or the 20. Like it, it could be all this space and you're not going to say, well, it's supposed to be one thing versus another. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a good problem to have that they've introduced fantastic characters to us and again i'll just return to i think my biggest quibble is i don't know when they're going to spoon feed me more even if they're going to say in two years time like i'm kind of harumph harumph i have a chart i printed out from wikipedia and it does not tell me when moon knight season two is therefore i am dissatisfied hashtag restore the moon knight verse or something easy there on that um you know we don't know past Ms. Marvel, what happens, you know, is she Hulk somewhere in the late summer, early fall situation? Does somehow um, Secret Invasion hop that, you know, hearing that they're having some issues with tone with she Hulk? Uh, and again, we've seen nothing of that, but, you know, Ms. Marvel had been wrapped for a long time until we saw any of that. And those, you know, teasers and that trailer have just completely silenced anybody in terms of, Oh, where is it? Where is it? But, you know, it's like I say quite a bit on the podcast, no wine before it's time, you know, all right, where's the Thor trailer? Where is it? Where is it? You get that first teaser and it's like, all right, they're, they're okay. They're, they're going to be all right. And that is something that we do periodically uh, 
continue to return to in these discussions, which is, you know, if if the thing that we are most focused on at this point in May were hypothetically the awesome Moon Knight season two trailer that was at the end of Moon Knight 106. Surprise, they actually filmed a second season. No one knew it. And they also said day and date Moon Knight ruining your Christmas and you're, oh man, I can't wait. Well, then we're not thinking about Ms. Marvel and we're not thinking about Thor, which is all that they want us to be thinking about right now. They don't really, they, the market, you know, Disney marketing doesn't really want us thinking too far ahead beyond that um, because they want us focused on keeping the subscription and buying the movie tickets now, not, you know, well, I'm going to skip seeing Thor because I can't wait to see, you know, uh, Spider-Man 4 coming in two years. Like, that too is part of the design. They're playing such a long and complex game. I mean, Matt, that they're planned privately, internally, 10 years out. Now, is it a different entertainment landscape being everything we've gone through in the last two years, 10 years from now, that's a fair consideration. Um, but that this level of content, Marvel on Disney plus star Wars on Disney plus the OG, the first one to do it has proven this is a commercially viable situation. Um, I know, Matt, you're not worried about your Netflix stock because you don't have any, okay? And all our crypto bros this week, uh, rest in peace. But, you know, the the era of contraction is coming with that. And the big, you know, series and offerings that Disney Plus is giving us, despite the culture war, are showing it's not going anywhere. If anything, there'll be more of it. And in truth, it's the fact that a Moon Knight can be made uh, as a new to the MCU character. And it doesn't need, you know, that these shows don't need to simply be the continuing adventures of popular movie characters who we have gotten Disney Plus data from or streaming data from or parks data from to sit and go who wants an extra fast pass let's talk for five minutes which of these avengers characters do you like the best press the ipad oh man wandavision and falcon and winter soldier are really popular let's make shows about that you know they do have the ability to give us the new um particularly as we look on the marvel end you know after we have Moon Knight, new character, new to the MCU. Ms. Marvel, same. She-Hulk, same. Um, and I would argue though Secret Invasion is going to be featuring familiar characters. Like, you know, is Nick Fury and Maria Hill the series with, uh, with um, some scroll? Like, is that the obvious thing that people were calling out for? No. So I'd say it's kind of, it's new as a TV idea. Um and new is exciting for as much as we like nostalgia and the familiar. You say new, Matt. Let's not forget, you know, the end credit scene of Spider-Man Far From Home kicked that off. Okay. You're talking 2019. Okay. It's three years ago at this point. 
And that remains to be seen whether that's going to be a 2022 or a 2023 series. We're on the precipice, Matt, of catching up to uh, the blip, um, <laughs> which occurred to me today. Okay. Uh, and and now it's got me truly questioning, is Kevin Feige in some way behind the pandemic to, to make all this line up? Like, prove to me he's not. Um, Pete, in the multiverse, all things are possible, okay? Um, all I know is Star Trek predicted a certain 21st century, uh, 21st century tech industrialist perhaps being aligned with villains, but that's a story for a Star Trek podcast, I suppose. Um I look back, Pete, not necessarily racing to do a Moon Knight rewatch tomorrow, but I know that when the time comes, um, I'm going to enjoy it. There's a really high-octane pace to the season. There's a sympathetic arc to the characters. And it, beyond that, I'm also looking forward to you know the thousand and one spots where I can now think I might see Jake Lockley in all six episodes. That rewatchability is really there. Um, I don't know that it's definitive when you see him switch over like, oh, this is where Mark took the wheel. This is Jake, et cetera, et cetera. But that it's even a possibility now instead of just the back and forth, which was the guessing game early on. Matt, I took to Twitter earlier today just to check in with our listeners and our followers there. What was their favorite moment of Moon Knight? And Beer Crusader, that's at Beer Crusader, uh, writes, Conversation amongst my kids, easy. The suit rival in the bathroom, boom, hashtag cheers, hoping to see Jake Lockley's suit in the future and he spelled future with the p and the h matt uh well that that spelling always appreciated and um i will just repeat i think the itch that we are feeling like but wait you didn't give me a moon knight will continue in season two um but you didn't give me like the adventure continues just not with you guys like in your in your in your imaginations it continues you gave me something else like that must be on purpose. It simply must be. Have they perhaps worked a situation with the contracts to the point where it doesn't need to be public to be able to do these things? I mean, Feige's interested. Oscar Isaac is interested. You know, you don't need to publicly declare it's a series deal with an option for four films or whatever. We know how they've restructured in terms of um you know not going for these super long things this as benedict cumberbatch has appeared in one two three four five films as dr strange to this point okay the character is gonna return but the actor is gonna take a little break um i mean if your question is, might Oscar Isaac... No, five films, six films. Two Doctor Strange, infin two Infinity War, Spider-Man, five films. There you go. And certainly if your question is, might there be a secret contract with Oscar Isaac? I mean, Pete, all I know is uh, Andrew Garfield didn't have a contract to pl return to play Spider-Man until 
uh, all of a sudden that movie opened and he's in like a good third of it, you know, Diddy for Diddy, <laughs> Ditto for Toby, um, and so forth. So, yeah, I mean, could it be could it be the machinations of a PR thing? It certainly could be. It's um, I, again, we're meant to feel this itch. I'm confident of that, and uh, and I'm along for the ride for whenever it is that we see Moon Knight return. Andre Yeager, that's at Doctor Polo, 1983. He wrote two things, Jake's debut in the bonus scene and the debut of the hashtag Scarlet Scarab. And he had the gif there of Layla spreading her bronze wings. Yeah, I mean, I think, Pete, I think back to the first Captain America movie where it's like, you know, if you didn't know the mythos to it, like, oh, they killed off the friend, I guess. I really liked the friend, you know, and look at what his you know, come from the Winter Soldier since then. So similarly, I'm not saying that anyone at Marvel should be surprised that uh, that Layla has become a breakout character uh, because I think it was designed to be such, um, but but a great character nonetheless. Stephen the Burge, that's at Stephen, uh, I'm sorry, Steve uh, the Burge, uh, writes in, I was a big fan of two things that immediately come to mind. The visual and obvious, quote-unquote, switch by Oscar Isaac between Stephen and Mark. Episode three, question mark, his whole stance, shouldering, facial, facial expressions, it was outstanding. Second was the cupcake, it says can, I think he means van, chase, and the intro to the switching. Yeah, and kind of reflecting on the earlier stuff, I, I feel like the I feel like it somehow is stronger. But then the late like, I need to go back and rewatch is my is my ultimate take here because there's so much that's amazing about the beginning. There's so much that's really really solid and satisfying and extremely well done about the end. You know, then the middle has the asylum and all of that stuff. So again, I think I think somehow I want to uh be a nitpicker here but i'm not having a problem with the beginning the middle or the end so again that's a solid that's a solid outing well regardless matt whether you've watched once or you're watching again and again and again uh we are here for you because of the good people of patreon.com slash fantastic geek indeed pete keeping us listener supported something that we are so so proud uh, to to have that mantle, our own Moon Knight cloak, if you will, uh, and certainly with everything that we're doing, so much storage and bandwidth and all of that that's happening behind the scenes uh, in terms of our content creation and storage and getting it out there to listeners and all of that, uh, it is such such a big help uh, to to have that support. Uh, you know those those bills popping up every now and then and so forth, and, and to have that support really really means so much. As we get ready for the content onslaught that will be late May, early June with your Obi-Wan Kenobi, with your Ms. Marvel, with the continuation of Star Trek Strange New Worlds, get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantastic geek. Takes just a dollar a month to get you in that door. All sorts of levels to donate at 
And uh, if you can't contribute right now, get over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating or a review in just a little bit of time and help pop that algorithm up for us. Let's keep the MCU discussion going. Pete, how can people be in touch with you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 12,451 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter, looking back lost, do me in touch with the podcast, comment on fantasticgeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the PH, all one word, like it today. For those listening on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, we are back tomorrow to talk Star Trek Strange New Worlds and back on Monday to wrap up Star Trek Picard. If you're here for Moon Knight, Pete, who knows? Perhaps he shows up in a Disney Plus show next month. Perhaps it's in July. Maybe there's... like I, Probably August, he's probably not in. Although, who knows? There could be... This, August is going to bring more of What If, right? Maybe he shows up in What If in animated form. D23 in September. Uh, and so forth so that the future a big moon lighted question mark I know this though Pete for now I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word talk to you soon <laughs>